0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Townley. Here's today's headlines. New worries about China. Candidates set for grilling on broadband and infrastructure plans. And the USDA sued for farm loan data. Fresh evidence of a China slowdown. Concerns about China's ability to ramp up imports of U.S. ag products continue to hang over the farm economy. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin told the Senate Finance Committee yesterday that implementation of the China Phase 1 trade deal had slowed down because of the coronavirus epidemic. But he also said it would take another two to four weeks of data to evaluate the impact of the epidemic on the Chinese economy. China's fight to contain the coronavirus is keeping dock and transportation workers at home, and that's putting a major strain on the country's ability to ship and receive cargo containers, according to Peter Friedman, executive director of the Agriculture Transportation Coalition. Several shipments of U.S. chicken on their way to China have been diverted to ports in South Korea and in Hong Kong. U.S. Poultry and Egg Council President Jim Sumner tells Acropulse. Bottom line, within China, the supply chain has been compromised, starting at the China marine terminals extending all the way to the ultimate inland destination points, according to Friedman. But China hasn't asked for relief yet. Chinese officials haven't formally notified the U.S. they need to delay their commitments under the trade deal. That tells me that they still might be able to make it. That's my hope, according to Ted McKinney, USDA Undersecretary for Trade. He told AgriPulse on the sidelines of an ethanol industry meeting in Houston. It's important to remember that the Lunar New Year also has been slowing business down, he says. "The Only this last Monday did we start to get a read of how many people were back at work, and they were. Not at the numbers that might uh, have been the norm, McKinney said. Also take note, the chairman of the Farm Credit Administration, Glenn Smith, says it's way too early to know whether another round of market facilitation program payments are needed this year. Smith, who testified before the House appropriators uh, yesterday, told AgriPulse that it will likely be this fall before it's really clear how farmers' 2020 crops will be affected by the Chinese agreement. Candidates set for questioning on infrastructure. Rural broadband is likely to be a major topic this weekend when at least four of the Democratic candidates appear at a town hall dedicated to discussing the nation's infrastructure needs. So far, former Vice President Joe Biden, former South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and billionaire Tom Steyer have confirmed that they'll participate in the forum it's being organized by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers and the other trade groups as well as major labor unions. Why it matters? Well, journalists from the Wall Street Journal will decide what questions the candidates get asked. But the organizers hope to hear what the candidates plan to pay for addressing the nation's infrastructure needs as well as what they'll do to build out rural broadband. Another big question, what can be done to address the shortage of skilled U.S. workers? The forum is held in Las Vegas on Sunday, ahead of the Nevada caucuses on February 22nd. Watch our campaign 2020 page at Acropulse.com for a report on the forum. The Farm Service Agency has improperly withheld thousands of pages of information about how its farm loans are used, that according to a lawsuit filed in California Federal Court by the Public Justice Foundation and four other groups. The plaintiffs are seeking documents under the Freedom of Information Act on how loans have helped to finance what they call a factory farm operations. The other groups suing the Center for Food Safety, Food and Water Watch, the Center for Biological Diversity, and the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Trump, U.S. still work on FTA with Ecuador. The United States will be working with Ecuador to negotiate a new free trade agreement, perhaps using the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement as a model, President Donald Trump said yesterday during a press conference with visiting Ecuadorian President Lenin Morano. The two countries have already been in talks and part of a trade and investment committee, and an FTA could be finished soon, according to senior Trump administration officials. The U.S. is Ecuador's largest trading partner. Keep in mind, the U.S. exported about $381 million worth of agriculture goods to Ecuador in 2018, and trade is increasing despite the fact that an Ecuadorian deal with the European Union puts some U.S. exporters at a disadvantage, that according to a USDA analysis. Ecuador is a significant buyer of U.S. soybean meal. That trade could have ended on December 31st when a tariff exemption was scheduled to end, but the country decided at the last moment to extend the exemption by five years. The U.S. exported $120 million worth of soybean meal to Ecuador in 2018. That's according to USDA data. Buy our asparagus, USDA urged. Michigan Senators are asking USDA to buy 3.5 million pounds of processed asparagus to help farmers that have been hurt by imports from Peru. Peru has disrupted the U.S. market, selling its processed asparagus at less than the cost of production, the Senators say. USDA releases overhaul of regional conservation program. USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service is asking for comments on an interim rule being published today to implementing changes that the 2018 Farm Bill made to the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. What's new? Well, for one thing, the RCPP is now a standalone program with only two funding pools instead of three producers must now apply to either the state pool or the critical conservation area pool, which will divide the $300 million in mandatory annual funding, a $100 million increase from the past years. Another key provision required reporting of conservation outcomes. Critical conservation areas cover most of the land in the lower 48, the Chesapeake Bay watershed, Mississippi River Basin, Great Lakes region, California Bay Delta, Prairie Grasslands region, Colorado River Basin, Columbia River Basin, and Longleaf Pine Range. Here's today's He Said It. To anybody that doesn't know the India market, I'm very careful to say you must stick a toe, maybe an ankle, maybe a knee, into the water. You better figure it out. That Ted McKinney, USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Programs, at the National Ethanol Conference in Houston Wednesday on the importance of the Indian market. President Trump is traveling to India later this month. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 13th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chuck Dallas.